Welcome! Warning, you are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. And due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Three, three, two, two, one. Now live from the Devil Radio Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocate Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. Here is your host, Mike Crute. Welcome to the Devil's Advocate's radio show. We made it all the way to Friday. Thank God, Dom, is this thing on? Hey, happy Friday, Crudy. Evan, work on the board. Thank you, Evan, our fair audience. We have made it. We are still here, even with the news of Donald Trump's imminent indictment and, and prosecution. You know, the sun still rose today, and it's a beautiful day here in Wisconsin. Sort of cloudy. If the sun rose, I didn't see it yet. Dom, I would like to point out, for those that are new friends to this fine product, we air the grievances on Friday. And we're going to encourage you to be a part of this show by calling us at 844-967-2789. And you air your Friday grievances. Because I got a lot of problems with you people. But now you're going to hear about it. And now you're going to hear about it. And um, um, we got fine guests. We got former U.S. Attorney James Santel. He is the host of Morning Cannolis right here on the Civic Media Network you got to get up on Saturday mornings, at least by 9. My wife's not going to like that I said that. Empowered caregivers at 8. And then <laughs> morning cannolis at 9. Uh, all across the network, former U.S. Attorney, our friend Jim Santel, joining us in the happier happy hour to help us explain and understand and just edify the audience. So we look forward to Jim joining and Tom, you know, sometimes you just got to buy the paper. And I don't mean the digital. I got plenty of digital subscriptions. You know, I've been paying for digital subscriptions as long as we've been in the radio industry. But today I went down to the newsstand. You know, the kid doesn't come to the door anymore. And I had to get a real newspaper. And I found this one. Ooh. I went with the New York Times. When we broke the news of the Trump indictment yesterday on air, our source, New York Times, the paper of record, the old gray lady. So I bought it this morning. Four bucks. Whew. Yeah, it's, it's an expensive little read. But here's what I found across the top of the page. Trump indicted. All caps. <laughs> it's like they're yelling it. The subheadline, Dom, the first ex-president to face criminal charges. All caps is befitting of Trump. Trump writes everything in all caps. I think they meant to do that. Typically, you know, headlines can be a combination of caps and lowercase. But in this case, Trump indicted the all caps headline here at the paper. And then underneath the picture of the former president looking a little dour. <laughs> yeah. Trump, uh, pardon me, 
I called them Trump Republicans. Let's call them top Republicans. Rush to defend the defendant. Oh, did they ever? What about the ones in our backyard, Dom? Before we talk about the national headlines, and I'm going to keep this one for posterity, this Trump indicted. Yes, that's, that's a good one. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully we'll have perhaps two or three more of those as time goes on. I may make a collection out of them. I might <laughs> wallpaper the house, Dom. So then I wondered, when they talk about the defenders of the defendants, how would the Wisconsin congressional contention, how would they defend this? And I'm, of course, thinking they all will try to do so. And so let's go to the Journal of Record, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel here in the state of Wisconsin. The headline here, not all caps, Ron Johnson and other Wisconsin congressional Republicans well, they're slamming the indictment of Donald Trump. It's bad juju, Dom. Uh, let me read from this. Wisconsin's top Republicans decried the decision from a Manhattan grand jury to indict Donald Trump, coming to the former president's defense in the hours after his historic move to charge Trump in connection with this role in paying hush money to a porn star in 2016. I would remind people that Ron Johnson was on this show back in, I believe it was 2017, Tom, back when we would still invite him on, back when we perceived him as a friend of this program, like 25, 26 long-form interviews with Ron Johnson. And he was the chairman of the House, pardon me, Ooh, his gimmick, yes. the Oversight Committee, the Governmental Homeland, yes, Homeland Security, government go ahead. Give him the whole yes, his, gag. his gag. The Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee uh, in the Senate, and Ron Johnson was the chairman of that committee. He had subpoena power, had the gavel. And he came on enough times bragging about his subpoena power, his gavel down at his gag, that we learned what his gag was. Does anybody else know what that is, other than maybe people that talk to Ron Johnson? He's quite proud. Well, anyways, when we asked, Ron Johnson, why he didn't use his committee chairmanship to go investigate the allegations against the former president that he had paid off a porn star during the elective cycle, he gave us the Sergeant Schultz excuse. Hogan's heroes. And I asked him, I said, well, Ron, if this was Obama, you'd be screaming stormy, stormy, stormy from the rooftops. We've played it as promo. Many of our audience have probably heard that repeated over and over again. And he said, oh, I don't know if he ever mentioned Hogan's Heroes, but he effectively said, do you know Sergeant Schultz? I know nothing. I see nothing. That was the take he's had for the last six, seven years on this publicly recorded, probably criminal, feloniously indicted charge against the former president. CNN's reporting as many as 30 charges against the former president. But here's how Ron now takes a stance against it. With all the problems facing our country, many exacerbated by radical left governance, now a George Soros-funded DA issues a political indictment against the former president. Leftists are destroying America. I mean, come on, man. Your response literally to this very issue in real time when you could have 
investigated this as a congressional issue and maybe slapped him on the wrist for a little breaking of campaign finance laws was to say, I know nothing, I see nothing. I'm willfully ignorant, blissfully ignorant of the malfeasance of the former president. He was the president at the time. He wasn't going to get criminally charged then. You could have cleaned up. You could have sanitized this mess for him. Ron could have had it all out in public, vetted, aired. He never would have been charged. You're the one without the courage to do the right thing, sir. Yeah, it's nice to see the Wisconsin senator uh, jumping on the anti-Jewish issue of George Soros funding. Uh, U.S. Rep. Scott Fitzgerald was also among the first Republicans, Wisconsin Republicans, to publicly back Trump during the president's first campaign. Called the decision the, quote, latest of the weaponization of government against conservatives. He said the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, the man leading the hush money investigation into Trump, quote, abused his office to seek a political prosecution of the former president. Bragg's latest political stunt is outrageous and unbecoming of his office. Now, mind you, neither uh, Senator Johnson or uh, Congressman Fitzgerald are aware of what is contained in the reported 30-plus business fraud indictments. They have not been released. It is still under seal. I haven't seen them, but I feel confident they're wrong. (laughs) My guy is always right. Uh, the grand jury's decision uh, Thursday makes Trump the first former president to face criminal charges. The move drew an immediate rebuke from Republicans in Washington, including a number of leading House Republicans who have suggested in recent days that Bragg's investigation into the alleged $130,000 hush money payments to porn star Stormy Daniels was made to derail Trump's 2024 presidential campaign. Wisconsin U.S. Rep. Brian Stile, the chair of the House Administration Committee, has emerged among the most public defenders of the former president. Sal last week joined the House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan of Ohio and House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer of Kentucky in demanding Bragg testify before Congress about his office ongoing criminal investigation of Trump. The trio demanded all documents and communications between Manhattan DA's office, the U.S. Department of Justice, and other federal law enforcement agencies related to the Trump inquiry. Five days later, the chairman sent another letter to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office suggesting House Republicans could draft legislation shielding uh, and former uh, current and former presidents from alleged, quote, politically motivated prosecutions. Bragg's office has argued the request would interfere with an ongoing criminal investigation. On Thursday, Stiles said this. The unprecedented move by New York District Attorney Alvin Bragg raises many questions. To maintain confidence in our system, it is imperative that our justice system be impartial and that all who come before it are treated equally without regard to politics. And not to be outdone, U.S. insurrectionist Rep. Derek Van Orden, the newest member of Congress from Wisconsin, echoed Fitzgerald's claim that the indictment was a weaponization of the government by the left. Uh, And duly noted here in the reporting at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, U.S. Rep. insurrectionist bastard Derek Van Orden, spelled government, G-O-V-E-R-M-E-N-T, government. At least it wasn't with a (laughs) B-dom. Government. Their blatant abuse of power is destroying our democracy and should be resoundedly condemned by all Americans who care about the rule of law. And U.S. Rep. Tom Tiffany on Friday called the indictment a dangerous effort by the far left to weaponize our justice system. And that should worry every fair-minded American, regardless of political affiliation. You know, the Manhattan DA's office felt a need to respond. And on Friday, they sent a blistering letter 
the House Republicans, accusing them of illegally trying to interfere in an investigation of former President Donald Trump. The Washington Post reports that that letter, written by Manhattan DA General Counsel Leslie Dubeck, accuses House Republicans of waging a campaign of unlawful political interference. That's a quote. Uh, here's a greater quote. As you are no doubt aware, former President Trump has directed harsh invective towards District Attorney Bragg and threatened on social media that his arrest or indictment in New York may unleash death and destruction. As committee chairman, you could use the stature of your office to denounce these attacks and urge respect for the fairness of the justice system. Come back, air your grievances. I got opening day brewer tickets to give away, but you better stick around. The Devil's Advocates, making radio great again. And we are back. Thank you for listening to The Devil's Advocates radio show. Phone lines are open. You can join us at 844-967-2789. Air your grievances. Have a great take. Giving away a few pair of Brewers opening day tickets today. Brewers. Have their home opener April 3rd. That's Monday, folks. 110, first pitch, American Family Field. Uh, who are they playing? Mets. I believe it's the Mets. They host the Mets for a three-game series. And WISS, Oshkosh Air Support, 1100 AM, 98.3 FM. Well, we're giving away tickets. We got lots of tickets to give away this season to our fair audience. I'm also... In Richland Center, where your Brewers affiliate, uh, WRCE. So listen to us at 1450 AM and, you know, Richland County and around that neck of the woods. I know you will, especially on Monday. And Dom, we've got two pair of tickets to give away probably this hour at 844-967-2789. So a couple of criteria and you'll be judged on arbitrarily by yeah. random <laughs> approval of the panel. Number one, got to have a hot take, got to have a good Friday grievance or and number two, your fondest or best or worst memory of a Brewers opening day. Can I go first? Yeah, please. First and foremost, a <laughs> couple of details. Trump is supposed to be arraigned Tuesday afternoon, 2.15 Eastern time, 1.15 Central. My understanding no handcuffs, though. I know Mug you're shot, a little No handcuffs. That's fine. Whatever. I will tell you, I was called to come be arraigned down at the police station once upon a time, or at least questioned. And after I got down there and they said, that's you. And I said, I'm not sure it's me. And my lawyer says, looks just like you. <laughs> thanks, lawyer. Yeah, thanks, lawyer. So anyways, um, they never handcuffed me they did make me put my fingers on a blotter and they did take my picture quite sexy i'm sure but they didn't handcuff me i surrendered of my own volition and i guess i'm okay with the president surrendering the former president some think he's still the president lost by that much but anyways if he doesn't have to be hauled out of mar-a-lago you know shirtless like they always did and 
<laughs> and cops. The, and cops. Can you see Trump making a run for it? No. Just breathlessly no. trying to get over that first three You know, foot some of those AI-generated photos uh, a couple weeks ago of, of Trump running were, were pretty spectacular. But no, I don't think he has it in him. So I don't take any big issue with the fact that he will not be handcuffed, but he will be mugshotted. And we'll we'll describe whatever we see to you on the audience. Should uh, uh, now this is the first one, and I think we can agree that this is of the four uh, criminal investigations or investigations going on against him right now. That we know of. That we know of the least serious. Um, If if uh, Jack Smith comes down on you know some conspiracy or you know uh, insurrection charge against Trump. Uh, or some other charge, God knows, with the classified documents issue, or even Fulton County, uh, the effort to interfere with the election in Georgia. Would you then want or expect Trump to be handcuffed in those situations? I would. Uh, Very likely, I think, in the federal charges, he should be. I I think, ultimately, if he's indicted uh, by the special counselor, ultimately it comes from the DOJ, but if Trump is indicted on insurrection against the government inciting a violent mob to kill people maim people well that seems to me like a violent action and one that could be repeated theoretically he's already trying to weaponize the mob but let me lighten it up just for a minute my favorite memory of opening day county stadium the old county stadium milwaukee wisconsin and uh i got to go to the game as a reporter and i was down in the dugout, you know, pregame, we got to film Robin Yount, and I got to interview Robin Yount. Actually, I oh just yeah, back in the day, video Robin Yount. He was he was already in coaching at that point. He had just joined the uh, Brewers franchise, and so, anyways, during the game itself, you know, they've got the big cameras. You don't get to use your shoulder held camera from your seated <laughs> location. So I'm sitting on the press lounge with Bill Schroeder, uh, the guy that does often does the uh, voice of the Brewers broadcast. And he didn't have, apparently, the opening day game, nor did I. We were playing, uh, I believe it was the White Sox. And the Brewers loaded him up in the bottom half of the first inning. And it was the only opening day I've ever seen. It was post-strike. And the fans were a little peeved. And the stadium was not full. And, it, you know, before we had the closing roof, the weather was sort of iffy that day. It was kind of foggy and drizzly and overcast. People probably wondered if the game would be played. Maybe 35,000. But in the bottom of the first, Jaha, Johnny Jaha, left-handed batter, hit one off into the fog bank, hit a tater. And I didn't know if it was going to get out. And I hear the voice, the Bob Euchre call, the, get up, get up, get out of here. God. <laughs> And I'm like, where in the hell am I hearing Euchre's voice? And I turn around, I look over my shoulder, and there's literally sitting Bob Euchre. He kind of had a Gilligan hat on, tugged down. I think he'd had a few pregame beers that day. (laughs) But Bob had the window open so he could pull in the ambient sound of the game and experience it like the fan does. And I literally got to hear his voice, not over the airwaves like you're hearing mine, but sort of literally through the air. And it was one of the coolest moments ever. And later that day, and the Brewers did when they crushed the White Sox. Oh, by the way, me and Bill Schroeder were high-fiving on the press row. You're not supposed to do that. Not supposed to be a fan. And uh, we looked down the row, and like all the White Sox reporters that were on the press loach 
giving us that one finger <laughs> Chicago salute. Uh, but Bud Selig, then the commissioner of baseball, was actually holding court in the press box, and he talked about the economics of baseball, small market, big market, why there had to be revenue share, etc. It was a fascinating day. Uh, one of my funniest memories, and the Brewers won that day, so it was a glorious day. And if you'd like to make some glorious memories, we've got a couple pair of tickets to give away to Brewers Home Opener Monday. You got to stick around. You got to be patient. Call us at 844-967-2789. You need a good opening day memory or some fond Brewer memory, perhaps, and a good take. A Friday grievance, if you will. Come back. More Devils. The Devil's Advocate, but the show is kind of a late deal. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, the Friday Grievances Edition. But nothing to cry about. We're giving away a pair of Brewers opening day home opener tickets for Monday. If you'd like a pair, please call us. You better have a good take or maybe a fond memory of an opening day at County Stadium or what it used to be, Miller Park, and now it's American Fam Family Field. And we are your Brewers affiliates in the Fox Valley on WISS 1100 AM, 98.3 FM, and in Richland Center, WRCE 1450 AM. I believe that's, got to think for a second, 107.7 FM. We got to verify. Better someone verify that for me. Someone from Richland Center, if you want some tickets to the game, verify that for me. Uh, 844-967-2789. Let's go to them. I think Gary from Sussex, our little conservative love muffin. Gary, Donald Trump under indictment. I'm here. I'm sure you're here to talk about anything except that. Uh, actually, yes. Um, first of all, when we were talking yesterday, as soon as I hung up, all of a sudden you made the announcement. So they must have broke the news as we were talking yesterday. I Remember? feel like we broke the news before we spoke yesterday gary oh. and you ignored Otherwise, the breaking news of the trump indictment no, 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 and no. talked about everything but no you would have hammered me on that one i know dom would have for sure um all right um actually you know you talk about um most memorable moments on you know with the opening day my most memorable moment is working uh, it's all, opening day is always during the daytime I never get a chance to go. I have never in my life ever gone in 71 years to opening day. And that's sad. It is a little so sad, Gary. Are, are you really trying to persuade me? Is is it tears you seek from me, Gary, or brewer tickets? No, no. It, I, you just said the best story. I don't know if anybody can tell you that they had to work every single time. So what I would do is we'd go this the Two days later, because they always skip the day in case it rained, two days later they would have the uh, you know, the night game and then we'd go. But I never got a chance to go to opening day, and I'm 71 years old. I don't have many chances left. Gary, so, uh, I if know. I recall, aren't you self-employed? Yeah, I work. Boss won't let him off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? You couldn't <laughs> just take wife. that day and like work on a Saturday or something, you know, make up for it some uh, way, somehow? No, like if you I, got some tickets today, I, would you go on Monday, Gary? 
I would go. I would convince my wife. I'd just show her the tickets. I'd, I'd beg her, please, baby, let me have one day off. I'm getting old. I don't know if I can even walk to the stadium anymore. You know, go up the steps. So, well, in your case, but, Gary, uh, and this wouldn't be the case for anyone, but for you, we'd have to make it some sort of a quid pro quo because you already bought us the fish dinner, but you'd have to throw in the drink, Gary. <laughs> I would, I, you know what? One one round. I would give you one round. Oh, all right, all right. I, listen, listen, the reason yes, I sir. didn't want to, I paid for the food. I was just concerned about you guys getting home safe. You know, I knew that you had to drive all the way back to uh, to Madison, Mike. So I, you know, I was concerned. I, I could have crashed on the Salvia futon, Gary. I'd have been fine. Here, here's the deal, Gary. I, I think we're convinced you've got the best sob story, but you got to stick around to the end of the hour to find out for sure. Because some might have a better sob story. They might be 72, self-employed, and their mama won't. Oh. Wife won't let them. You sound like Mike Pence right now, Kerry. Mama won't let him go to a ball game. Hold tight, Gary. You got to hold if you want tickets. 844. We do have Brewer opening day tickets. More than one pair. So there's a chance Gary could win and you could win. Or there's a chance that Gary could lose and you could win and someone else could win. 844-967-2789. Drew from Lake Mills. How you doing? Hi, Drew. I'm doing I'm doing great, guys. How you doing? Excellent. You got a grievance right, so, or a brewer's story? What do you got for us today? Uh, brewer's story. When I was, like, uh, probably late, like, elementary school, like, fourth or fifth grade, I grew up in West Bend, and the West Bend Senior Center would always have bus trips to the brewer games. And so I would go with my grandparents to these uh, bus trips down to um, – County Stadium. On the way, we would stop at Old Country Buffet, and we would <laughs> we would gorge ourselves at Old Country Buffet, then get back on the bus and head to um, at that time was uh, County Stadium. And what I quickly realized, even when I was a little kid, I was like, "Man, this is just like senior citizens. Like this is their day to like get nuts. Like they're at the buffet, they're drinking <laughs> beers." It was awesome, and I was just a little kid at the time, but it was so much fun, and I really appreciated, like, my family just realizing, like, you can go do this with your grandparents, and it's okay. Just go out there and have fun at those Brewer games. And so that was a really great memory from those times. Would they get hammer drunk, Drew? Oh, yeah. Like, Miller Lite <laughs> all around, all the time. You know, it was crazy. Absolutely nuts. And I'm like, I'm like in middle school, like seventh, eighth grade. Would and they? I'm like, all right, grandpa's grandpa's drunk. This is awesome. Would they? We would don't they? Drive. We just have to get him on the right bus home. Would they <laughs> feed you a couple of hams on the ride back? You know, it's a middle school. Okay. Like, hey, you put hair well, on your was, chest. It was always like, it was always like the backwash, like the last of the bottle foam. Like that's oh. what I got. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, better than nothing. You know, that's an excellent story, Drew. We appreciate you sharing it with us. Uh, make sure you stick around to the end of the hour. We're going to give away some Brewer tickets. You know, that's a better story. I went to the game with my grandpa then. As a self-employed guy in my 70s, I've never taken the day off. That sounds like 
You know what it sounds like? Gary's looking for some socialist brewer tickets. <laughs> for Gary to be able to go, he would have to acknowledge socialist brewer tickets are the best brewer tickets. <laughs> they are the best. Socialist brewer tickets for everyone. 844. We are giving away a couple of pair of brewer tickets to the home opener. Sort of a statewide holiday here in the great state of Wisconsin. You can tell your boss, I'm pretty sure, that you're going to the home opener and he's like, oh, I guess you're off then. And that would be just the answer. Not ETO, it, baby. It's not an ask. It's I got tickets. I got to take Monday. <laughs> see you right. Tuesday. Hope I'll I'm not too. Tuesday. Hope I'm not too hungover. It might be Wednesday. Eight four four. That's like how Don plays it. Eight four four nine six seven two seven eight nine. Pat from Milwaukee. Pat, what do you got for us? Hey, Pat. Well, I, I think I fulfilled some of the uh, your requirements. I'm 72, retired, but I was self-employed for almost 40 years. But uh, and, and I only went to one brewer's home opener in my life, and I was about 24. And I regret missing the 1979 home opener because it was won in the, I think, in the ninth inning by a Sisto Viscano uh, home run. Sisto uh, Viscano, man, he was one of. Guy batted like 326 that year, I think. I yeah, I had a lot of positive feelings. He was not my favorite brewer. Who was your favorite brewer at that time, Pat? Or sort of the old Harvey Wallbanger brewers. Who was your favorite? Oh, I like Gorman Thomas, but he was a drunk and but but a but a fun one. A lovable and drunk Robin, like most Wisconsinites. Robin Yount used to play um a pickup basketball in the alley or in Hills Corners with my nephews when it, when when they were teenagers and he was a young brewer. They they were thrilled that Robin Yelp and uh, uh and uh, Gantner lived mm-hmm. or would play basketball with them. It's quite amazing. They actually knew him. My favorite brewer Hello? being a young shaver pat, number four, Paul Molitor, man. Oh oh yeah. The igniter. I have I have Paul Molitor stories, but I can't tell him on the radio. Oh. <laughs> Do you know him back in the party in days? <laughs> Indirectly. Pat, you stick around. You might have won some brewer tickets. That's a better story than Gary. 844-967-2789. We'll tell you all at the end of this hour who won some tickets, but we'll keep taking your calls. 844-96-PARTY. Home opener, it's always a party. Whether or not... You make it into the game or not. Some don't even need tickets. They just come for the for the tailgate, right, Um It is a most famous tailgate, and that has happened. I've actually gone to games and not made it in, but, hell, maybe Monday or Tuesday. Monday? Monday. We'll see what happens. I Tuesday, offered you tickets, man. We oh, that's right. There's an election on Tuesday. That's why we're not going on Monday? Because we got to be serious and talk politics <laughs> on Monday and Tuesday? It's a very important day. We're giving away Brewer tickets for Monday, the home opener. That is the most important thing happening on Monday, other than the Devil's Advocate show. Uh, CJ from Beaver Dam. How you been, CJ? Hey, CJ. Uh, I've been good. Happy New Year, fellas. I haven't talked to you since last year. Awesome. Right. CJ, you, you got a good Brewer story uh, or a grievance? What do you got for us No, today? not a Brewer story, but I got a tantalizing teaser of what I think they have, one of these 30 charges is going to be for federal felony racketeering. Ooh, lay it on us, fella. Yeah, it's, uh, I think that there's there's enough serious charges that Jack Smith said, no, you go first. And then the other guy said, no, you go first. So he dropped the charges, and I bet you anyone, it's going to be a RICO Act charge. 
against Trump. That's so how they normally I, charge. They usually use that to charge uh, mobsters, right? Correct. So I think the paperwork says track down into racketeering, and I bet you Ivanka and Jared have both got get-out-of-jail-free cards from the former guy because he can't pardon himself. Hmm. I, I, think, so that's, I think that was my tantalizing teaser for the Friday. Happy Friday. Thank you, hey, CJ. Thanks, CJ. Happy Friday. Uh, also of note being reported, the judge that will be in charge of the Alvin Bragg case against former President Trump was also the judge who oversaw the uh, Trump organization, I guess, convictions on the Weisselberg plea. Um, same judge also overseeing a, a Bannon case as well. So this judge uh, very dialed into what's going on in Trump universe. Uh, Trump today already attacking the judge. Hey, Dominic. Daddy's favorite, Ivanka. I've got a statement from her. I love my father. I love my country. Today, I am pained for both. I appreciate the voices across the political spectrum expressing support and concern. And I'm thinking, who across the political spectrum is supporting, what, Ivanka? In, in her moment of need? I mean, what is her need? She's just hoping daddy doesn't flip her under the bus. Maybe not for paying off the porn star, but some of the other charges, I think she could be, let's just say, embroiled in. Well, how 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 very sanitized of, of a statement, really? I mean, well, you love your country, you love your father. Oh, great. Okay, who, who doesn't? Good job on that one. And you're concerned and you love the support. I mean... Come on, why why do you, why are you sad for your country? Would it be would it would be sad in this country if a guy like your father committed perhaps up to thirty business fraud crimes in this one case, let alone all the other things, uh, and he did not get prosecuted? That would be something to be sad about. We've got a little run on Beaver Dam going here, Scott from Beaver Dam. Nice Beaver. I heard you just hey, got Scott. it stuffed. Just got it stuffed. So, um. My cousin back in 72 was going to your guys' alma mater. Lacrosse. And I was out, yep, and I was outside, just a young and not even in school yet, playing outside in the yard, and at 9 o'clock in the morning, this U-Haul truck pulls into my mom and dad's driveway, and my cousin's girlfriend was driving with two other girls in the cab, and one of them runs in the back giggling and swings open the, the gate, and here's my cousin and four of his friends on a... Uh, folding card table, lawn chairs, a quarter barrel, traveling poker game to opening day. <laughs> and did you hop in and buy into the poker game and buy into the opening uh, day festivities? I I was not allowed to go. I don't know why my parents just didn't let me go along. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, they needed a potty break, and they knew my mom would feed them food. So they all stopped, got a belly full of uh, food, went to the bathroom, and headed on to Milwaukee. Well, Mama's always good for that. Scott, that's a pretty damn good story. You should stick around if you want some Brewer tickets. We're giving away a couple pair to the home opener on Monday. We are your Brewers flagship station in the Fox Valley, WISS, Oshkosh Air Support, and also in Richland Center, WRCE. That game 110. We'll bring you the postgame show, but we ain't done yet. We're giving away some Brewer tickets. Your grievances next. 844-96-PARTY.
the devil's advocates. Because freedom. And we are back. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Phone lines open 844-967-2789. Looking for a good brewer's story. Looking for your grievances. Giving away some opening day brewer tickets for next Monday. Let's get back to the lines. Karsten on line one. You are up. Welcome, sir. What do you got for us? Uh, I think I might have a better sob story than Gary. Oh, lay it on me, man. Oh, so... I went to a Brewer game when I was a kid, and yeah. <clears throat> it was raining. And on the way out of the parking lot, my uh, my dad, Mike Crute, lost his car. He could not find it. So I spent uh, just about an hour in uh, standing in a porta potty with my brother. So I think some Brewers tickets would be fair for my let me ask you young man <laughs> don't you think your father intended to keep you safe and dry by putting you in that porta potty and that little gray car it was too small i just couldn't find it it wouldn't the beeper didn't chirp or anything i had to run up and down the rows and come back and check on these two little birds in the porta potty karsten don't you have school on monday <laughs> Uh, I can figure it out. Well, let me put it to you this way. If I sent you to the game on Monday, Gary might be your chaperone. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yes, that's a reason to have reconsideration. I'll put that one in the bank. We'll consider that one, Karsten. <laughs> he Lost reminded I picked Karsten up at the airport the other day went on spring break and he reminded me of that day as we were looking for the car in the parking lot in Chicago. It's like, Hey dad, remember that day you couldn't find the car and you threw us in the porta potty. And, and here's the other part of the story. They, they were not happy. I couldn't tell if they were like crying or just spitting nails. They were both just mad as hell. Dad! Every time I'm coming. <laughs> well, you know, the porta potty, those things don't smell great, especially at the end of the day. I don't think, Friends and well, friends would be okay, but I don't think family members of the station can be eligible for winning these tickets, Karsten. So, sorry, man, you don't win. Got to read the fine lines. I'm not sure, but I'm not getting in trouble for that. That seems a little too much like nepotism, although it's a fine story. It is a good story. Eight four four nine six seven two seven eight nine. Elroy. Hello, Elroy. I hear you got a grievance. Hey, yeah, Elroy. Yeah, I'm here. Yes, sir. Uh, here is, uh, President or not, have your uh, country attacked, fail to protect the country, and the duty of the president is to protect your country. Any order the beheadment of Mike Pence had Nancy Pelosi uh, looking to kill her, but they got to beat her husband up, that alone should disqualify him. Not even to mention all his other shenanigans that he was pulling. And um, I'm just, I, I can't believe the Republicans going to side with him after he did all that. That's enough. Now, the list go on, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Elroy, thanks for listening, yeah, man. Thank you. Elroy, the list does go on. We could, we could do this literally all day. And to see, as you point out, the way the Republicans have just lined up to defend this man uh, is is really telling. That is, that is, is just as important 
uh, I think, to for the American people to see how the megas and the Republicans are reacting to this uh, as the actual charges against Donald Trump. Come on, man. Leave some time for callers trying to give away a couple pair of Brewer tickets for opening day, April 3rd. That's Monday. Big Mac from Madison. Got a good story or a grievance for us? Uh, I got a fake news right-wing uh, transgender phobic uh, report. Uh, I'm looking at a tweet uh, from probably a bogus AI account, which you may have heard that uh, Elon Musk has just even noted that he's got an AI problem on Twitter. This account is like a young, maybe 17-year-old girl uh, with a mask on and an AR-15 uh, with like a rainbow flag, and it's stating that kill Christ cucks, behead Christ cucks, I'll spare you the rest. Just all this crap. The way it's worded just doesn't even seem like someone would write it that way. It's probably clearly fake. But the fact that they're trying to link, you know, this fear now that we got to be the right thinks they got to be afraid of the new boogeyman is, uh, you know, even though there's no facts, of course, you know, like all the shooters are white males. But yet now, because one was a transgender person that, you know, that's what we have to be scared of. That's the new boogeyman. Well, and that and open, yeah. open side doors, Big Mac. Be careful of the open side door. I uh, appreciate your call. 844-967-2789. Aaron Grievances telling Brewer stories. Fine guests coming soon. Former U.S. Attorney Jim Santel will turn back towards the Trump indictments, but your phone calls right now. Brian from Madison, you're next. What do you got for us? Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. Um, opening day, 1987. I'm a senior in high school, and I play hooky from school and go with a couple friends to opening day, tailgating, a couple beers in the parking lot before the game. Great day. Till the next day at school, all four of us are called to the principal's office. We happen to be on WTMJ News, pictured in the parking lot, drinking beers. <laughs> You're famous, Brian. You got famous. You, you tell him this this is our 15 minutes of fame, teacher, Mr. Principal. Should have commended what, you. What was the consequence of your actions, Brian? I uh, got, uh, got a couple uh, detentions. I think it was three detentions for skipping out and drinking beer on TV. So, Brian, are you interested in going to the game on Monday? Would you like some tickets? I am. I, tell I, you, I would love tickets. I tell you what, Brian. I'm going to give you a pair of tickets. Hang tight. Uh, our fine producer, Ebone, is going to take your information. Also, since we've got to award some tickets, and it's not going to be my son because I don't want to anyone claiming nepotism, although that's a fine wow. story, Karsten. That is a great story. I mean, Dad loses the car for an hour after the game and had to stick us into the porta potty because it was raining for an hour? I think he's still nursing the horsefly bites. <laughs> it was cold outside, man. If I left him out, <laughs> was it better to let him freeze in the shivering cold or put him in the <laughs> No, I mean, you know, Luke Skywalker had to go into the Tauntaun because he was freezing outside. So it's pretty close. Similar stories. Um, I think Gary, I hate to do it. If Gary will call in and admit they're socialist brewers tickets. I'll have a pair for you, Gary, from Sussex, my little conservative love muffin. I don't want you to say we never gave you nothing other than love and affection and friendship and a drink tab soon.
Yes, at least for one round. We're going to hold you to it. Oh, there's Gary calling in, so make sure. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you get Gary's info. I believe we need email addresses, so make sure you're getting those from the people uh, to distribute the tickets to them electronically. Uh, That's a new note. I just got that one. So get the email addresses, Ebone. I tell you what, Don, we'll have a fine guest coming up. Former U.S. Attorney James Santel. He's a friend of the devil's. And he is the host of Morning Cannolis tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 across the Civic Media Network. He'll maybe, maybe touch upon the Trump indictment, maybe. Perhaps, perhaps, maybe give a, a, little, a little preview of what might come tomorrow. And we booked Jim prior to the news of Trump being indicted in New York. So fortuitous timing. Looking forward to James Santel coming up. Serendipity. And I got one more pair of Brewers tickets. But that's for later in the show. You got to stick around Jim Santel, and then we'll give away more Brewers tickets to someone other than my kid. Come back. More Devil's Advocates. I know you will. Trying to find something to do with